and welcome to another episode of Three Guys and the Mouse. Josh here with my co-host George. Yo, yo. And we're going to be talking about Avatar, Splash Mountain closing, rumors of Splash Mountain closing at Disneyland, and of course the Disney 100 Years of Wonder. So here we go. So like I said, we're going to start off with the movies. Avatar The Way of Water has passed $2 billion and has actually made its way to top 5 highest grossing films all time. That list includes Avatar at number 1, Avengers Endgame, Titanic, Star Wars The Force Awakens, Avatar The Way of Water, and Avengers Infinity War right behind it. I think that's incredibly great because obviously this movie is doing really well. But on top of that, Zoe Saldana, who is in Avatar, she actually is in four of the top six highest grossing films. Have you seen Avatar yet, George? No, not yet, actually. Um, you know what's funny is that we I keep telling my wife, oh, we're going to go see it, we're going to go see it. But, you know, with that three and a half or whatever time, like, you have to, like, really schedule it for it. Yeah, that's actually the funny thing to me is I feel like ultimately... I don't know enough people that have seen this movie, but I see it doing well. So I'm like, that's good. But at the same time, I'm constantly saying it here on the podcast. I don't know that many people that have actually seen it. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I did enjoy watching the first one, especially in 3D. That's what everyone's saying. Everybody's saying you have to watch it in 3D, uh, the second one. But no, yeah, not yet. Hopefully, uh, again, I want to tell this again. But hopefully I'll see it soon. Well, the only thing I will say, though, is they're going to be filming the next two movies back to back. So that'll be great for the fans of this movie. And obviously for the Disney company, since this thing is obviously making money. Moving on to Walt Disney World, Splash Mountain closed at Walt Disney World and it created a huge storm on all social media. I don't want to get into the reasoning for it and all that. Uh, there was a lot of ignorance going around. I do want to bring up, there was a funny one I saw. Someone made a petition to uh, have them keep Splash Mountain. And I thought that was funny because when has Disney ever cared that you've done that? But uh, Splash Mountain ultimately closed and uh, there was a huge fanfare. I believe the last day it had like a line of like something like 240 minutes. Um, I feel like this is just... Uh, Getting us ready for what we're about to expect here at Disneyland. Right, George? Yeah, and, like, I keep seeing everything in social media of, like, the lines and how unorganized, like, they were and everything. And I get it. It's, like, the last of it. But I was a little disappointed. If you know it's the last day of the ride, like, I felt like Disney should get it ready with the line. I mean, like, shoot, whenever it was the first day of um, the... Uh, haunted house the uh, skeleton one yeah. like they're ready for that and i feel like they should have done the same way so the only thing i could think of is they could have brought in like lightning lane and stuff like that but i hate lightning lane i have lamented about that before because they they don't seem to have a, an algorithm for a fast pass anymore they just let them in so i feel like that 240 minutes would have been even worse if you were just letting people just jump in line like that so to kind of move on a little to our home, though, at Disneyland, 
is that a rumor came out of when Splash Mountain will be closing at Disneyland for good, and it is May. And I was incredibly upset to see that, because for me, it doesn't make sense. This is a water ride, and why would you close it down right before summer? But then on top of that, I, I'm thinking also on one side, maybe it's because they're like, hey, the ride's looking a little uh, long in the tooth, right? It's looking kind of bad. Maybe they're considering we should close it before it looks really bad because I've already seen people online and I think I've mentioned it even on here. People have mentioned it's very obvious they're not taking care of the ride right now, understanding it's going to close. But I do see from a management side, I'm just like, you got to have a, a water ride open for summer. That doesn't make sense to close it. Yeah, I just feel like I know it's going to have a huge fanfare when it closes. Um, like I said, a lot of people online are going to complain. I've heard plenty of people say, why do things ever change? I've said it many times. It's well known. Walt Disney always considered the Disney parks, well, specifically Disneyland, because that's what was there. But that these are not museums. Things change. Things adapt. I mean, I've had to deal with changes many times in my life at Disney parks. I can think of one of the worst ones I ever saw, and we mentioned it here on the podcast long ago, was when they changed my favorite ride, Pirates of the Caribbean, the auction scene, which is one of the most iconic scenes of that ride. They PC'd it up and created Red the Pirate, and she is loud and annoying, and nothing about that scene kind of gets that same iconic feel to it. Like, that scene was funny, but it's also like, the, that's something you quote all the time. We wants the redhead. The way it is now, I just don't get what, what are you saying to each other? The only thing I can think of is my dad. My dad loves to quote it and say, a hen for 10, because he thinks that's the dumbest line he's ever heard in a ride. Yeah, uh, I, I like I said, when when they announced it, when all the Disney fans, like the hardcore fans, like they got super upset. I'm like, you guys need to chill. Like, like you said, like it's always gonna change. I mean, like look at Bugs Land when they got rid of it. No, no one got mad for it. I, I mean, a lot of people got mad, but it was the thing that it wasn't. The problem was that uh, that land wasn't making money. It was just kind of there, and it was, you know, realistically, they were fair style rides. Nothing about it really told you like this is something you need to come see. I get. The Heimlich's choo-choo train, I did love it, but at the same time, it was also short, and it was not, it was not like a marquee attraction, but I was going to say, I'm thinking too of things like, think about, uh, we had to lose parts of Jungle Cruise so that we could get Indiana Jones, we had to lose adventures through, uh, inner space so we could get Star Tours, we've lost tons of things, we lost the People Mover so we could get Rocket Rods, and now that that track is just sitting there empty. At least for this one, we're keeping that attraction. It's just going to be rethemed. And I also keep telling people, you have to remember, this IP that they're trying to use makes money. Princess and the Frog makes a ton of money, just like Frozen. That's why they squeeze Frozen into everything. But now they're starting to see they, they need to make these moves. Like, um, I do hate the idea of IP, but this... This one is like, it was already an IP. There's no reason to complain about that. Yeah. Uh, I, I Like I said, when when they announced it, when all the Disney fans, like the hardcore fans, like they got super upset. I'm like, you guys need to chill. Like, 
like you said, like it's always gonna change. I mean, like look at Bugsland when they got rid of it, no, no one got mad for it. We were incredibly upset, <laughs> but that's because it was ugly. Like we could already see it was, was ugly it looking. A flash drive? Okay. Yes, Hunter calls it a flash drive. You know, I see it as like, uh, this isn't like trying to shove IP onto a ride that wasn't IP driven before. Like the greatest example I could go back to Pirates of the Caribbean in 2007 when they added Jack Sparrow to it. But I thought it was a welcome change where it was more influencing the ride, but it was keeping the ride to its spirit. We didn't, we didn't get a big change out of it. Yeah, but with Jack Sparrow like in it, like how because wasn't he the first one that like the new feature like robots like how it is because this guy oh, yeah. was like on point you are right about that it, it is a uh definitely a different kind of animatronic it's a much better functioning one i thought it was live action at first when it was small i i just think it sucks you know it is my childhood we're always gonna have the uh you know the sing-along song the zip 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 but ultimately, I'm just like, hey, it, it's a change that's coming. I can take it because they, they want to make money. And I, I understand from Disney, they're always going to look at their bottom line, right? So Song of the South is not something they show anymore. They don't like to sell products of it. They don't like to even bring up that it's based on Song of the South. That's why for me, I'm like, I get it. She's based in New Orleans. You can kind of stretch and say it's in New Orleans. It's a little weirder uh, out in Disney World because theirs is technically in Frontierland, but I I get it. Like this one, at least, like I can stretch and go, okay, I kind of get it. I would like things to, you know, stay that I like. One example, Tower of Terror. I love Tower of Terror, and I thought changing it over to Guardian seemed uh, kind of stupid, and it didn't really make sense. But I've said it many times on this podcast. That is one of those rides that I ride and I'm like, as derivative as it is, I think it is a fantastic ride. And I like the change that they did. I specifically tell people all the time, I love Rocket at the top of the tower saying, is that Disneyland? I love that little moment. Yeah, like the music, everything, like it, it makes sense how it is. And, um, you know, with Splash Mountain being like change, whatever, like whoever's listening then probably the six people already know me like i can kind of care less about the ride because i'm not a water ride person but um the the change i mean the, how old school because when did it came out like in the 90s right 91 yeah I think? it's yeah. like 89 or something like yeah. that so it, it came out that time so like it's they're losing that time period of like how it was back then so that's what i'm gonna miss because i feel like tangle is definitely gonna be the super feature like all that stuff though we're losing i feel you mean like princess just, and the frog yeah we're just losing all the classic like theme right you know true but we're also getting into the new age and that's where i wanted to kind of bring up so nielsen ratings posted like their streaming for last year and it turns out that encanto was the most streamed movie last year by a lot so it was encanto with 27 billion minutes viewed uh turning red was number two at 11 that is a huge drop off for streaming number three was sing two which is not a disney property four was moana which is old <laughs> um adam project from netflix was five which is also not disney and hocus focus two was number six i was actually surprised looking at that list i was like this is actually insane like disney dominates streaming 
uh, as far as uh, we know, because these companies don't openly give that stuff out. It's stuff that they have to give out to like Nielsen and all that. I just look at it like these are the things to expect. We're going to have to expect Frozen also is on that list, by the way. But that's why you're going to see these changes. You're going to see movies that they can tell are making money. That's why a lot of people are mad and annoyed about Disney World's Epcot is getting the, uh, was it the Journey of Water or something like that? The uh, Moana themed um, little area. But you see, like I just said, Moana's top five. And that Moana's older. So it's like for that to continue being viewed, they know, hey, this is a property we need to hang on to and we need to make stuff off of. I'm just trying to think, uh, like super random, but is Splash Mountain the last one, the last ride of like the classic? Like, think about it. Like, okay, we got Pirates that is updated. We got Haunted Mansion that's kind of updated. Uh, Star Tours updated. Like, what you, I was thinking Winnie the Pooh of, like, one of, like, still, like, the classic. But they got updated, too, because that was I, the old ride. I would have said Space Mountain. But Space Mountain does do Ghost Galaxy, and it's constantly in the Star Wars one, the hyperspace mountain. I would have to say the only one would be Big Thunder. Big Thunder has... Never changed, really. Even that, when you're going up, that shooting thing, isn't that new, though, or no? Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, uh, it doesn't have, it hasn't had, like, a change that, like, implies, like, IP being brought in or uh, some sort of change to it. Maybe that's why another, like, argument is that that's one of the, the last classic kind of ride. <laughs> yeah, I would say Big Thunder would be the last classic one, and kind of the joke, I would say, is that, uh... Disneyland's Big Thunder, which opened in 92. Um, Disney, uh, so Big Thunder Mountain, they wanted to. And it. Uh, I think we talked about it on the podcast long ago, but it was supposed to be Lone Ranger. And it was literally oh, yeah, one of the right. reasons I wanted Lone Ranger to fail is that it was, in, it was apparently put out that if that movie did well and it was the next franchise, they were going to add Lone Ranger into the ride for some reason. Johnny Depp, right? Yes. <laughs> Johnny Depp and that uh, terrible man uh, as the Lone Ranger. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Moving on to some good news for Disneyland. So today, this is Friday the 27th. Today is the beginning of the Disney 100 Years of Wonder. And we're getting a bunch of new things added. So they added a bunch of kind of like banners around the park uh, or uh, around the Esplanade at Downtown Disney that say like big events in Disney history, there is kind of a joke going on because a lot of them are misspelled and have like the wrong dates on them. For instance, Matterhorn was listed as opening in 1955, which people were very upset about. But um, you have that. You also have these uh, statues being added. There's one in Town Square uh, at Main Street. It's of Mickey Mouse. People are very mad because it says it was started by a mouse. And of course, that's not the quote. The quote is, it was all started by a mouse. So people are like, yo, yeah, wait. people are very mad that the wording is wrong. But I'm excited for these statues because they're supposed to interact with that uh, the Magic Band Plus, the $40 Magic Band. So that's something I'm kind of excited to see. But one of the best things, I think, is that the Disney Gallery finally got an update. And it is the Disney 100 Years of Wonder. And I saw some pictures of it today. Pretty much it's like kind of the common stuff you would see. It's like maquettes of uh, things for the rides, um, little uh, pieces of rides and stuff, pictures of uh, old attractions. But a cool thing is they have like an old TV 
that shows like uh, clips of like Walt Disney hosting the Disneyland TV show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and then they also started this thing. There's this new set of like uh, merch. They're calling it the Eras, uh, the Eras Collection, and it's literally it's uh, the TV shows. So it's like Walt Disney presents Disneyland, uh, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I saw it and I was like, this is actually really cool merch uh, to be selling. And of course, it's stuff that I want just off the bat. Speaking of merch, man, all the merches right now, they're, I mean, like, without the stuff that uh, messed up, whatever, some of them is on point, especially that, like, what we saw of, like, the fans and their partnering, like, their box is all, like, nice and shiny. Uh, yeah, they're, they're ready. I feel like they're always ready for they're always on point. Yes, Disney will always make it a point to make some, uh, make a buck off of us. Even a buck, No, but tonight uh, we're gonna get the premiere of World of Color One. Uh, like I said, we're recording this early, so we're not seeing it. But the new World of Color One is gonna represent like different ages of Disney. Uh, I already saw leaked online. Someone posted the entire Star Wars segment. Uh, so we could see it. It's actually pretty cool. It's very much the old trilogy, the original trilogy, which I thought was cool. Uh, you get a shot of like Han and uh, Chewie in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon jumping to hyperspace. Uh, Yoda speaking to Luke. Then it shows baby Yoda. Uh, and then it shows Mandalorian jumps to Kylo Ren and Rey fighting. And then... It, uh, Kylo Ren in the mask, by the way, not uh, Adam Driver's face. <laughs> and then uh, it ends with um, with Ray uh, handing the lightsaber to Luke, uh, which I thought was like cool. I also want to mention for Nathan, they did not show at all Last Jedi. <laughs> His favorite movie. But um, I thought it was like cool. It also uh, basically goes into Lion King from there because then you get the Naswenya, but. Yeah, I, I'm excited for... I, I love World of Color. I've said this before. I love World of Color. I'm excited for any sort of changes or updates for that. So uh, I'll see this one. Yeah, it's it's an easy change that, um, that they could just do. They could just reprogram the, the text and all that stuff. Um, and the music and all that stuff. So yeah, that's pretty cool. The big thing though, today uh, Mickey, and, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway officially opened at... Disneyland, I'm sure if you're if you're online on social media, they've been like kind of testing it, doing a soft opening for this last week. But man, I have to say, love it across the board. Just everything I like what I see. So the ride is the same thing. I've seen it. I've seen some people complain. They're just going to complain. That's what they do. But the queue is spectacular. And that's what I'm so excited about. The queue is completely done up like it's a museum of Mickey and Minnie's like greatest hits of their career. And one of the first things you see, it's the um, wheel for the Steamboat Willie. It's very obviously set up like as a photo op, which I think is cool. Then you've got like the Fantasia, the uh, spell book. Uh, you have Mickey Mouse's outfit from Fantasia. Like it's a real movie and it's a real costume. They have Tons of like little Easter eggs. They have a bunch of like posters that are references uh, to Disney movies, but also to the Disney, uh, like a kind of like a Disney fied uh, version of it. So it's like with the characters 
in there. So like Mighty Ducks is uh, the Feisty Ducks. Uh, you have High School Goofical 3, which uh, has a great reference, of course, to a Goofy movie. They got the Mouseketeer. Um, they even have like a, an exhibit inside there of the uh, pretty much famous now and viral Mickey Mouse short, uh, The Potato Land, which I think is so funny that they're just making references to this stuff. Yeah, like you said, um, I can't wait to go see it. Like you said, this the little museum and all that stuff and seeing like so-called his clothes and all that stuff. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Thinking, I'm definitely going to take a lot of pictures of that. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I can't wait. I know they do have um, the store there. I believe it's called the Engineer's Store. Uh, I want to say it's what it's called. But I feel like it's a reference to the old engineers uh, back at DCA. I don't know if I'm right about that. I just want to say I think it's a reference to that. But I, I'm very excited. Of course, half of uh, Toontown is still closed. Uh, also, so they are opening with Virtual Queue and Lightning Lane. Like I said, Lightning Lane I hate and I abhor. But Virtual Queue is just as bad. Virtual Queue was full within a minute. Literally less than a minute, it was full already this morning. And I'm just like, come on, guys. Like, what were you thinking? This is reminiscent to Rise of the Resistance. That was all you did for Rise of the Resistance is you would make sure to be there so you could get in and try to get that virtual queue for that ride. I just uh, think it's an annoying little thing. But um, ultimately, obviously, they're going to pull back from it after a little while. But uh, there are some complaints. We did get confirmation that the famous Toontown... Uh, fountain is uh or toontown the roger rabbit fountain is gone and they put in its place a little green space and like where i'm upset that the fountain is gone i did notice like a lot of people are posting they're like hanging out there people are kind of resting there during the day and it's always like kind of shaded and i couldn't help but see it and be like man this is actually a plus like as much as i miss the fountain you created more space for people. I saw like it was like families like laying on the grass, like hanging with their kids. And I, I couldn't help but see them be like, oh, this is exactly what they would like. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, the simpler the better, I think. It's just upsetting to lose things like, uh, you know, a fountain and benches. But then you like I said, you see them sitting, you see them laying and, so, and hanging out. And you're just like, oh, I feel like ultimately this is a plus. Of course, we're waiting for the other half of the land to open, and Roger Rabbit is not open yet. Never will. Roger Rabbit will open. <laughs> but uh, I, I am excited, uh, and I can't wait for my next trip. All right, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, George, for joining me on this one. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get Hunter uh, in here too. I did like, uh, I got a lot of positive feedback on having Hunter uh, on here. So it was great to get George on here too. But uh, I did notice a, a few people, not many, but a few people, uh, asking for when we'll get both of them back. It's just scheduling, but we'll we'll figure that stuff out. 
but uh, I am excited to see that. Of course, I'm always excited. I see the streaming numbers going up, subscribers going up. So please, please keep listening, liking us, subscribing, telling your friends, following on everything. So we're on iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker. You can download directly at geocomedy.com slash 3GATM. Um, I did want to mention, uh, <laughs> I do know that you guys did not like last week's episode was an hour. I'm sorry. Uh, I did have a couple people point out that I should cut them. So I do plan to do that in the future. Sorry for letting it go on. But uh, thank you guys again for listening. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. See you guys. Ka-chow. Testing, testing, one, two, three.